we, we, we want to make sure you know how to quote the Lord is my shepherd I shall not want he making me to lie down in green pastures he restored my soul he leaded me in the paths of righteousness yea though I walk through the I shall fear no evil for thy rod and thy staff some people over there quiet that's all right yeah yeah I, I, and you want the people to be able to quote these scriptures and tell you where they are but many of the people that know these scriptures to heart don't know the god of that scripture welcome to the life experience a broadcast brought to you by life worship center where we're led by a dynamic duo bishop denzel and robin rule we are a church that lives in love operates in integrity walks by faith, and have been empowered by God. Stay tuned, there is definitely a life-changing word awaiting you. And now, here is Pastor Denzel with today's word. Go ahead and say this to your neighbor. Say, neighbor, you were born for this. Glory to God. I need you to go to another neighbor. Say, neighbor, you were born for this. And this is the reason why you are here. Glory to God. Amen. Take your seats in the presence of an almighty God. Uh, this text, beloved, tells a story um, of this confrontation that happens between David and Goliath in 1 Samuel chapter 17. You don't have to go to Sunday school. You could have never passed by church in your life. You've heard this before. The story of David and Goliath. Mm. Um, what is interesting, though, I paid attention to this that it was in chapter 16 that David was anointed to be king. Which chapter did we just read? Chapter 17. In chapter 16, now I'm being, I've been out of school for a little while, me and them been in school for a little while, but based on what I remember, 16 is before 17. So, when this big joker shows up in chapter 17, he shows up post chapter 16. Now, if chapter 16 did not happen, I believe chapter 17 would have read a whole lot differently. If there was no anointing of David to be king, there would be no need for David to concern himself with a Goliath that was insulting the army and the people of God. Mm. I need to say right from the outset that your life, God write and write this down. Your life is right on schedule. God. I don't care how young you are or how old you are. If you write and write this down, your life is right on schedule. I'm going to go to this side of the room, then I'm coming on this side of the room. On this side of the room, when you was this age, you wrote some things down. Come on with me, man. Well, you, 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 you planned out some things about how your life would look. 30 years post-graduation. And now you are two years post-30 years. 
And you looked at your life and said, I haven't gotten that. I haven't done that. I haven't accomplished that. And that can put you in misery. Any of you remember those dreams you wrote down and those plans you had, those things you said? You said by age 25, I was going to be married. By age 29, you would have been in your house. By age 35, you would have started your business. By age 45, you would have been debt free. And now you're 47 and single. Come on, come on, come on. Uh, yeah, you got married to who you thought was Prince Charming or who you thought was Cinderella and come to find out you married Rumpelstiltskin. Glory to God. Come, 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 come to find out. Glory to God. Who you thought was Cinderella. Glory to God. It was that mean old bitch at the end of the corner. Glory to God. And now you find yourself saying, how did I get back here? Because what I found out is your mistakes don't stop time. Life is not the house of assembly. You can't redeem the time. You can't, you can't get your time back. Glory to God. Once it's gone, it's gone. And many of us are in a place right now wishing to get a do-over. And, and some of you stuck right now because you're praying, waiting on God to bring it back around. Hmm. And now, if you trip down, you will knock 50 over. And your plan was by 50? You go on vacation whenever you go on vacation. Stay as long as you want to stay. Are you looking and saying, how did I get here? The Lord says again to announce to you, you are right on schedule. Pastor, you don't know what's happening in my life. You are right on schedule. I learned something about purpose, um, Tracy. Purpose is not a destination. Hear me on this side of the room. Purpose is always now. You don't go to find purpose. That's what they, your guidance counselor can tell you that you got to find your purpose in life. No, boo-boo, when you were born, purpose found you. See, that's what they mess us up. And they told me that in school too. And so I graduated trying to find purpose. Because then they told us that when you find purpose, your life can have worth. So what that mean? That means my life is worthless now? The devil, he, he Grammy, he cockeyed twin sister, all them lie. The truth of the matter is, the moment you saw the light of day, you actually, I take that back, according to what is recorded in the book of Jeremiah, before you were conceived in the womb, purpose was imprinted in your DNA. Glory to God. You came here, glory to God. You know you came here having to win. You beat out all those other fellas that was trying to get to that egg. Glory be to God. And purpose had you to find that egg right in time to be where you are right now. You were born on purpose. Now I need you to get this because it is frustrating to be trying to find something that you already have. 
That's a lifelong assignment. And that's what the devil does, you know, because he did that to Eve. Your Bible is a good book. The devil says, Eve, if you eat this fruit, you're going to be like God. says that he created man in his image and after his likeness. The devil says, Eve, you're going to be like God. Hold on. He created man in his image and in his likeness. Eve ate a fruit to get what she already had. It's important for you to know who you are because if you don't know who you are, you will bring people in your life to define you. There's no human being that can find you but you. You dating these people, talking about this person completes me. What you, you half done? You were born complete. Come on here, man. But the devil likes to present us with a need that we don't have. Come on, I wish I had time. Glory to God. He likes to create these scenarios that don't apply to us. You, you, you hear the will of God concerning your life and he started whispering things to you and now you start reconsidering what you already know. I'm almost there. I'm almost there. You're now reconsidering what you already know. As somebody needs to write this down and, and declare this all week long, just write this down. There's no way that this will not work. No, this is going to work. No, because I, I, I don't have to go look for it. I already have it, so it's going to work for my good. It's, it's going to manifest just as God commanded it. And I ain't going to allow no one to put me in no, in no cycle, to put me in no bondage to get what I already have. What I have is good enough. It's going to work. Mm. All right. I, I wish I could stay there longer. But just go ahead and just make this declaration. I'm on purpose. Say it again. I'm on purpose. Now say, I'm in purpose. You are in it right now. Now, glory to God, I missed opportunities because I didn't know I was in purpose. I told this story several times to our young persons here at this church. I could have owned a property before I was 20. But in my mind, I wasn't old enough yet. So I had a job and was offered a lot in Southwest Ridge. Southwest, I could have been certain people in this church neighborhood. I was offered a lot in Southwest Ridge for $40,000. And I said, I'm too young for that. So I didn't even inquire how to get it. Because I didn't realize that I was always on purpose. And listen to me. Nothing that comes to you is too great for you. When I say comes to you, the Bible says the word of the Lord came to Ezekiel. 
The word of the Lord came to this prophet, came to this prophet. When the word comes to you, it ain't to be for you. Now unto him that is able to do exceeding abundant above all. Am I preaching good so far? Y'all all right? Above all you may think or image, imagine. So, so purpose is now. Those of you, wherever you are in this room, start your business now. Start it now. So, purpose is now. You walk in purpose now. Say this after me. There's nothing that I will be that I am not already. Everything that you will be, you already are. Samuel didn't anoint David and say, someday you will be king. The anointing says, you are king. I'm coming, I'm coming, I'm coming, I'm coming. See, the anointing is from the eternal dimension, and in the eternal dimension, everything is now. Everything is now. So the anointed to be king made him king now. See, the anointing is the empowerment. Is the empowerment to be. So this is why when he pulls up there to bring food for his brethren, he didn't see Goliath like everybody else. Because everything that he was going to be already was. And this is why you got to be careful hanging around people that can't see what you see. Because although he was not yet given the crown, he had the anointing. And some of you got to realize that the anointing is more powerful than the crown. You are, you are functioning like a puppet because you ain't get the crown of the king. But understand, once you got the oil of the king, the oil of the king has more potency than the crown of the king. The crown is only to make the announcement to them. The oil makes the anointing, makes the announcement to you. Oh God. Say this, my crown is only confirmation. The crown don't make me king. <laughs> the anointing does. Can I give you another secret? The money don't make you rich. The anointing does. I'm rich, y'all. Now, First Caribbean and RBC don't agree with me. Because they need to see the crown. But I don't live by what I see. I live by what he has said. And so I understand that without the manifestation in the natural realm, the world is lost. But me, once I see it in the spiritual dimension, I know exactly who I am. I know where I'm going. And according to Revelation chapter 1 verse 6, he has anointed me to be king and priest. So whenever the crown comes, the crown is going to be late. That's why the Bible says, he that finds a wife. 
do you find a wife? She ain't married yet. Yeah, she ain't get the crown yet. But the anointing is on her. Glory to God. You don't wait to get the crown to become the thing. You get the anointing and you walk in the thing because the anointing is always now. Glory to God. Someone said to me that they said, boy, listen, I, I love your preaching. And boy, one day... Um, you can be before great people preaching. I said, no, one day great people can be before me. That's not arrogance. I know the anointing on my life. I listened to when Dr. Miles talked about when he went to Azusa for the first time. He says, when I went there to preach, everybody was blown away. He said, I only preached when I was preaching in the Bahamas all my life. No, I didn't become great when I went there. They just got to know my greatness. God, no, no, no. When, when the money comes, you will just know I rich. That's only confirmation to you. But I know I rich. And the reason and to confirm I know I rich, I live like I rich. No, I I order things like I rich. Now, see, now, now, now your problem is, boy, I, this, this, this church, boy, this pastor must be rich. I am. I have the anointing of wealth. Now, I told you, my account don't agree. It ain't agree yet. My account, listen to me talk, is my account on my cell phone, you see? And he listened to me now trying to figure out, what is this boy talking about? That app is right on my phone saying, oh Lord, does he know I'm here? I can see him. This is not rich. I have seen rich before. This ain't nothing close to rich. But see, when you understand that purpose is now and there's nothing that I will be, that I am not already, you just start functioning based on the anointing on your life. So all you wives in here, Oh, ho, ho, ho. no, you gotta, no, you gotta know, you can't, all the egg, can't, we don't like burn up egg. You can scrape an egg from the bottom because it's sticking to the bottom. No, you gotta figure that out. Figure out what's going wrong. Because you, you were trying to flip the egg and then it's just don't flip right and scrape at the bottom. You gotta figure this, you gotta stay home one day. Get you two dozen eggs. And you make the announcement, I can get this right today. Do it, wash that pot, try it again. Spread the butter around, good. Use butter, just don't use butter. Butter, don't turn it all the way up, you mess up. Turn it down low. You pour it in there, you watch that slow. You, don't, you, have, you, you have time. Take the day off. You... God, I gotta go. I gotta. I start preaching yet. I just talking. So, so everything that you will be, you are, but you gotta be willing now to pay that bill. God, this feels good. I wish I had time. I gotta. I gotta run. I gotta go. I gotta go. So Maria Tepohushka. So here comes David. His his daddy says to him, says, "Boy, um, go take some 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 stuff." To your brethren, your brothers, them, 
I'm seeing ones who don't like you, but you know I don't like you either. Um, take some, take some stuff for them. And he goes there as a shepherd boy, but he's thinking like a king. That's what we miss in this story. He is thinking like a king because he has the anointing of a king. He's thinking like a king. Now, here's what I need you to understand, that when you have determined to walk in your kingship, there will always be giants that you will have to confront and conquer. Um, I'm rushing, this feeling so good, I really can walk this for another hour, but I got to go. Y'all ain't got to go, but I got to go. I want to, I, 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 I looked at this, and, and as I'm walking down this, and I'm looking at David, as David pulls up on this operation, and he's seeing an army overwhelmed with fear. And the king in him jumps up. See, the shepherd depends on the army to protect him. So, if he was functioning in the anointing of the shepherd and shows up and see a panicked army, panic would overwhelm him. Because if the people who protected me scared, and the words of Rodney Muggerwell, by ground, if they scared, I in trouble. But he pulls up there, the oil from Samuel ain't dry yet. And so when it should be the shepherd talking, and the baby brother talking, because don't forget, now he's the baby brother, and his other brothers, they the fighters. He's the lover. The youngest brother, he pulls up there, his brothers are terrified. The army is terrified. And now the king stands up. But whenever you are walking as the king without the crown, you will always be confronted by giants. The king with the crown can send people to handle your giants. But the king without the crown has to handle your giants by yourself. You cannot deploy the army to handle your giants. You have to handle them yourself. Guess what? Because you ain't king yet. Thank you for tuning in to the life experience. You've been listening to a portion of a message from our pastor, Bishop Denzel Roll of Life Worship Center. We invite you to join us at any of our weekly services held at the C.H. Reeves Auditorium, located Mini Street, just off of Robinson Road. For more information on our ministry, visit us at facebook.com slash the life experience or Instagram, hashtag LWC Bahamas. You can also contact us at our office, 601-5125. We look forward to seeing and hearing from you. Join us every weekday here on Glory 93.9 FM. Until next time, have a life-filled day.